0: I'm Brooke and I'm Jamie and this is the Truth Fairies podcast. The truth hurts so we will be giving our
1: unbiased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. So So let's let's get
0: started. started. Hello and welcome. Oh wow. (laughs) Hi that's never happened before. Welcome to Truth Fairies. Hi I was like are we starting this happening? Yeah because I'm uh, once again we're running on Jamie time which is 20 minutes later than <laughs> normal. That's okay. Welcome to the Truth Fairies. I well, think you said that. I did. And uh, we are excited to do part two of our spooky Halloween. Halloween. Although,
1: word to those who are not a fan of ghost stories, which I have heard I have some friends, this is less ghosty today
2: and more, more
1: just creepy.
0: Sketchy, scary. Yeah. Who doesn't like ghosts?
1: Uh, my friend Rachel. Kristen doesn't like ghosts. Oh. I know. Come on, I know. come on. It's Halloween time, but each not was, everyone's into it. Yeah, well,
0: so to each their own, I suppose. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, oh, I have to I have to make an announcement slash tell a story slash a plea for help. Okay. Okay, so I went to Idaho Falls this weekend, which is my hometown to see my parents. and they took me and my kids and my brother Greg and his two little girls to like a little pumpkin patch place where they've got like the little bouncy pillow cloud. Speaking of, that did not exist when we were kids. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Those jumping pillows that are like buried in the ground. They're not like bounce houses. They're like pillows of bouncy that are like at the farmstead. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Jumping pillows. I don't know. It's like a
3: big they're... airbag buried yeah. in the ground.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's
1: weird. You have never seen these? No. It's like, the, how does that exist? Anyway, You know, slides and a train ride and all that kind of cute stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, they also in the barn had kittens, which, you know, Deacon obsessed with cats. So there's all this fun stuff to do. He doesn't leave the barn because there's these kittens and all the kids are holding them and they're the sweetest cats. Well, it turns out that there's a raffle for the cats. Who does
0: a raffle
1: <laughs> for a cat? So there's like six kittens that are the sweetest kittens, and people want to adopt them. So you can pay like a dollar a ticket and put in to adopt a cat. Okay. So I get caught up in this situation. The cats are cute. Deacon's obsessing. I'm like, sure, let's put in five bucks for this black and white one that looked like... So you volunteered. <laughs> so, I, so I spent $5 on this... I got swept up in the moment, and I thought, okay... Hundreds of people have been through here. Hundreds of people have probably put in the raffle, right? What are the chances we're going to win the cats? So I'm like, well, how many people have put in it? She looks at the cup. Three. No. I'm like, oh, shoot. Well, immediately I'm like, uh, I don't think, but I'm already in the process. Well, as I'm putting in the girl who's helping me turns out is a listener. And oh, so no. she brings up, like, oh, yeah, well, don't let this cat poop in your bathtub. And I'm like, what? what? And she's like, from your podcast. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, Allison, I don't want the cats. <laughs> I'm making a public plea and hoping, hoping that you're listening to take me out of that raffle because I got home and Aaron was like, we are not getting a third
0: cat. No, you cannot.
1: That's too many cats. I'm going to have to draw
0: the line. I know.
1: I know. But Deacon... I hopefully he never grows up and listens to this and find out I have sabotaged his cat dreams.
0: Oh yeah. I
1: just got swept up in it.
0: Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you you have to draw the line. I know. So Oh
1: yikes. So that's my I had to get that out there real quick before I forgot and hope that Allison is listening and that she can laugh and take my name right out. out. Good.
0: Yes. That would be good. Yeah. Good. And that's all. Okay. 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 Um, What else? Anything else important we need to talk about before we launch into this?
1: Dive right in?
0: I don't think so. Okay. Just speaking of creepy, watched Midnight Mass um, on Netflix. Eight episodes, I think. Very scary when you combine like religion and scary. Just, you know what I mean? There's something about religion that is so. It's like when you go to terrifying. a haunted house.
1: The scariest part is the nuns, right? If there's like a nun without a face, nothing will tear. Or even anymore. with a
0: face, <laughs>
1: just,
0: you. The minute you add like a cloak or a cloth oh, or a yeah. just thinking anything about, religious, it it just takes it to a whole new level
1: because it's so like old, yeah, like old religions, like yeah. Catholicism and all that. There are
0: skeletons in those closets. There are skeletons, yeah.
1: So that so it's good though you recommend. Yeah,
0: it was really good. I enjoyed it. Is it British? No, no. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> nope, it's just stupid. old American. An old American. Did you finish
1: Squid Game? No, I haven't okay. finished that yet. We watched that at my house, but we all fell asleep. Okay. Yeah.
0: No, you were there. Yeah. Oh yes, when I was <laughs> there, I thought you meant you continued at your house. Yeah. No, I, I finished it. Okay. It's dark. Um, okay, so let's talk. Uh, where do we want to start? Tell today? me a story. Uh, Which one do you want? One of yours. One of my own personal? Uh Okay, so we're getting away from ghosting stories, but I can tell you a couple of stories that happened, and these are just short, but scary in the way of the world is scary. Okay. (laughs) Not ghosts. So when I was, well, let's start back in my youth. In my childhood, um, my sister and I, we lived in just this little house, cute little house, and... We had separate bedrooms, and um, one night, let's see, how do I, well, okay, so one night, Robin is asleep in her bed, and she used to always have a little flashlight, I mean a nightlight, Mm -hmm. and so she has her little nightlight right by her bed, and she falls asleep, and and I don't, I think, I guess she must have heard something, or for whatever reason, she woke up in the middle of the night and heard a noise, and so she's laying in her room, quietly, just listening. And all of a sudden, she looks up at her doorway, and a grown man leans inside of her doorway and looks at her. Oh, Not our father, not a family member, nobody. Just this random guy had broken into our <gasps> house and looked around, I mean, peeked around the corner, because hers was the first bedroom, you know? Oh. And I think he was probably as equally terrified as she was, because I don't think he was expecting you know what I mean? Like He, he thought no,
1: one, he didn't think anyone would be awake, awake. or anyone would yeah. be home. So he
0: reaches or he puts Ew, his and the hand on the wall like and leans over and looks and she <gasps> looks him. And they caught each other's eye mm. and stared at each other. And she like went to scream but was so scared she couldn't make a sound, you know? Oh, my gosh. So that's real. That's real. And then he, um, it scared him enough and he took off. And he ran out and like left. Yeah. But he had been in our house. And I guess there had been... Several other houses kind of in the area that had been broken into. Oh, wow. Um, But he didn't take anything, but he literally looked my sister right in her fat (sighs) eyes. So terrifying. Isn't that scary? So was the door unlocked? Um, I don't remember the details of it because I was pretty little at the time. But he had, I think he had just um, like slipped the lock in our back door that went. We just had like a carport. So it was kind of like through our garage kind of. And yeah, and he just ran out the way he came in. Oh and my yeah. gosh! Yeah, but um, so that Robin was probably—I mean, I bet she was probably she would have been younger than sixth grade. Yeah. Um, and oh, I bet she was terrified. She was terrified, and so nights. from that day on, she slept in my room. Oh, really? I mean, for years and years and years, or probably until we were like in like middle school, high school. Oh, wow! Like all, yeah, because she was terrified.
1: Oh my gosh! So yeah, isn't that a scary story? Yes. One night, uh, when Bright was a baby. Aaron was out of town and there was like a guy, there were lots of reports about a guy peeping Tom and breaking into like people's backyards and just kind of looking through their windows and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm on high alert and I had driven home from a friend's house and seen like police patrolling the neighborhood. So I'm kind of freaking out and I'm in the TV room and there's like the kitchen in between the TV room and the bedrooms. And all of a sudden in the kitchen, which is in the middle of the house, I hear... Noises, mm-hmm. and so I start freaking out, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what do I do?" Like he's trying to get in my house, and it sounded like in my house. Oh, sure. So all of a sudden, I just yell, "I have a
0: gun!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I hear,
0: "Mom, <laughs> it's your kid." And it's just like yeah oops! Good thing you didn't really have a gun. And Aaron drew
1: his gun, literally drew his gun on our Christmas tree one night. Oh, yikes. it fell over in the middle of the night. So and it sounded like you know. Crashing, like a uh-huh. window breaking because of the glass
0: ornaments. Oh, no. So he
1: gets his gun, goes out there, like holds up the Christmas tree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is lovely. Oh, my gosh. But there is nothing worse when you have something like startle you like that, like that you really truly believe is, I don't know, yeah. like something is really bad about. To, well, one night, that, here's my second scary story. Okay. One night when I was in high school, um, I came home late, you know, just, as a teenager probably came home at midnight or whatever and we had a, at our house we had a carport we didn't have a garage so it wasn't an enclosed garage just the carport and um my there was one car in the in the garage and then i parked like off to the right okay. of the garage or carport or whatever and anyway i pull in late and i pull off to the right side turn off the lights get out and i start walking up toward the front door and I look up in the carport, and there is a guy standing <gasps> there against the wall. Oh my god! I like no shit. I about died. And he was he was young, I mean probably like a teenager or whatever. But he was standing, and he had like like he was trying to just hide and melt into the wall, like, like he didn't want me up to against see him. The wall. And it was enough that I was like, oh, oh yeah. like what do you do? And and so I just like ran to the front door. And luckily, well, I mean the front door was unlocked. Yeah, and I just hurried and mom ran was expecting in. You. But it was terrifying. But you didn't recognize him? No. And I couldn't see enough in, but he had a white, he had a white, like just a t-shirt on, but he had his head up against the wall, like in his, like he was just trying to blend in. Oh my god! But, um, but then a whole bunch of our neighborhood cars had been broken into. So I'm sure that's who it was. Oh. Because like they had, he had gone through it and there was stuff pulled out and, you know. Yeah. Oh. But that was also back, like, when people didn't lock their cars. And it was, you know what I mean? Like, it just wasn't like me still. Yeah. Like, you still. <laughs> but anyway, but no, I, I'm know. Like, our cog, I saw our car,
1: Our car fully got stolen in high school one time. Wow. Yeah. Like, wow. Out of our, well, our car, too. Erin and I, when Bright was a baby. Mm-hmm. That was another crazy thing, is the house we moved into was like a fixer-upper back in 2006 when everyone was flipping houses. Mm-hmm. And come to find out... It was a drug house.
0: Oh, shoot. So we were, yeah,
1: we were, there was like a cabinet above one of the toilets. And one day I was kind of looking at it, thinking about maybe replacing it or putting shelves there. And I'm standing on the toilet and I'm like, there's a false top on this cabinet. Mm -hmm. And so I lift up the top and there were needles in there. Oh, Oh, (laughs) jeez! I'm like, they missed that when they were renovating. Yeah. And there was also a ton, like a hole drilled from the garage to the outside side of the house and there was like a little tube
0: in there <gasps> so you could like pass things like they're drugs I don't know it was so creepy though like just come in our dr- in our garage and we'll send you the little like at the bank yeah, little money thing. yeah and people would like um a couple times one time I
1: came home and there was a guy sitting on a backpack on my front like yard mm-hmm. and I just like pulled in the garage and locked Close the door the and then he left I'm like I'm sure he just didn't know and the police came to our house looking for the former <gasps> residents wow. and we heard stories but I'm like I think we live in a meth house yeah oops Let's sorry loaf. kids <laughs> <laughs> don't
0: breathe <laughs> yeah it's creepy that is so but scary. yeah so
1: I kept thinking when our when our house got broken into I used to leave my sliding glass door open that like went into the backyard mm-hmm. I just didn't think about it that often and I think they went through my house and into my garage and stole, stole our car. Oh,
0: my god! That, that is the, crazy. It was the creepiest feeling. I am by far more afraid of the living than the dead. Oh, for sure. I mean, for sure. Like, you hear, you know, scary ghost stories. Bring them on because yeah. I just don't bring me a live, you know, meth addict in like, my garage. Yeah. Because so. people on meth
1: are like 800 times stronger than normal people. <laughs> Like they yeah. you can shoot a meth addict and they'll just keep charging it you. Bounces I'm pretty, off I'm of pretty sure that's fat. <laughs> I'm good.
0: <laughs> they just keep coming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's sketchy. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so here's a little something weird to think about. Oh. Because oh my, my I have what I have for you is a conspiracy theory that I we can talk about. But before that, um I've been thinking this week, um, I have to go in and get my other eyeball lace it. <gasps> oh yeah. And I go I go for my follow up appointment. Well, my one month appointment on Wednesday, and then they'll schedule my next eyeball to be done. Yeah. And you know I'm terrified because what a horrible, oh, yeah. scary thing it was. Because I hate eyes and teeth. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I was thinking we, you and I, I think talked about this the other day. Um, when I, and it, it's just been like one of those things that you think about, and it is weird, and you can't like wrap your head around it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I've been thinking about um, when I went in and had my eyeball done. They gave me. Um, Valium that was supposed to calm me down. I love Valium. Yeah, right. Well, it didn't work because I was a hot wreck. Anyway, so now I'm getting ready to do the second surgery, and I'm really worried because the Valium just was not enough. Right. So I've been thinking that I really want my doctor to give me Versed. You know Versed? Uh, isn't that like... Yes. It's the amnesia drug. Is that what Michael Jackson took? No. Okay, no. I no, I okay. don't think so. doesn't matter. No. Don't speak ill of Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't think it is was Is that what worse they said. give you? Like when you're going in for a surgery, like they do it with little kids too, because it, it kind of makes you loopy, but then it has yes. an am, amnesia yes. effect. Yes, uh-huh. So you have no memory of it after okay. it's done. So I'm like, that is what I need. So I'm hoping that they'll give me that because I, I would be awake enough to get the surgery done, but then I wouldn't remember it. So I want that. Yeah. But the more I think about it, the more it messes with my mind. The whole amnesia idea? Yeah, because um, so what what bothers me is in the moment I'm going to be awake and I'm going to be alert. And you're going to be afraid in the moment. In the moment. But if I don't remember that fear, was I ever afraid?
1: Ooh. But also in that moment that you're afraid, is it going to make a difference that you have it? Because being, not remembering you're afraid isn't going to make you calm in the moment. Or is going, I know I'm not going to remember this going to be enough to calm you down. But I won't remember so it doesn't matter. And that's what <laughs> freaks me out.
0: Do you see what I mean? Yes. Because like, yes, I, like, and I'll know that in the moment I will be afraid and I will hate it, but I won't remember. And so it's like it never happened. But the whole point of calming you down is so you're not twitchy and like freaking out while they're doing it, right? Well, no, it's, well, it's just, to, but it is supposed to calm you too. Okay, okay. But if I, if I don't remember it, then who cares what happened? It's like a men in black. Yeah. <clears throat> Slash the light. In the eye. Forget. Or, or the concussion
1: I got in the sixth grade. Yes. I just forgot it wipes everything. it away. It did.
0: But it trips me out to think that something could happen. And if I can't remember it, it's like if a tree in the forest <laughs> yeah. falls. Yeah. Did it ever really, did it ever make a sound? Does it matter? Did I ever get eye surgery? It's like if we're a glitch in the matrix, does any of this even matter? Right. Which leads me to our next topic. Oh, I love it. Okay. I'm so obsessed with the glitch in the matrix Reddit. Okay. So this is, okay. I don't even know. There's so much here it's kind of wordy and long, but just bear with me because I think it's going to be worth it. Okay. So I came across this. This is like a, this was actually on a Twitter feed. Um, and this was a guy kind of revisiting something that he had been looking into a few years previously. Um, and it's just the statement or the the topic of it is, did the world end in 2012? Have you read this? Have you heard no, of this? No, I okay. haven't, but I'm scared. Okay, so this is kind of this guy compiling all of like, so apparently what had happened is he had kind of heard of this theory that the world ended in 2012 And he kind of, you know, played around with it or looked into it. And then time had passed. And then he started thinking about it again. And when he went back to revisit all the stuff that he had read, he couldn't find anything. And so he was like, it was really trippy because all these things I had read and all these things that I had heard no longer were, he couldn't find them.
1: Like on Google or whatever? Yeah,
0: yeah. And so he basically sat down and tried to recompile all of the evidence that he remembers and then dug and found a little bit of, you know, whatever. So... Here's kind of a bunch of things compiled that support this theory. Okay. Okay. So it starts out. um, There's an old cliche argument that nothing has felt right since 2012. I agree with this. Maybe it has something to do with growing older, but ever since then, sorry, there's like a hair in my eye. (laughs) Ever since then, it seems like the world descends more and more into chaos each day. Time even feels faster. (gasps) Right? I mean, think about that. The older you get, time moves faster, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, There's some sort of calamity happening almost daily. Mass shootings only stay in headlines for like 12 hours now. Did we all die and go to hell? Okay. Then he says, in 2012, scientists at CERN finally found the Higgs boson, the particle that Stephen Hawking predicted could destroy the universe, or as he put it, cause the universe to undergo a catastrophic vacuum decay. So what would, and so that's like real science that they found this thing. Okay. Well, what would actually happen if we destroyed the universe? What if CERN accidentally created a black hole that sucked us all in without us even noticing? And we have just been living in it. Some physicists actually believe that this is possible. So again, this is science, right? This is quote not unquote just- unquote science. Quote unquote. No, but like the CERN thing and the Higgs-Boson, yeah. that's real stuff. Ew. Because I, I even looked up this stuff is to Is theoretical
1: check. physics really science though, or is it just theoretical?
0: Well, but there's like particles that- it's science and stuff. Okay. okay. <laughs> science and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then it goes on maybe we live in a series of simulations. Perhaps the universe was destroyed by CERN and our collective consciousness was moved into a parallel universe next door that is almost identical. Okay. Oh, uh. So then it says, <clears throat> in fact, people out there reporting small differences in this reality and the one they remember pre 2012. We call these differences the Mandela Effect. Right, which we have talked about. Which we've talked about. But some of these are really significant. Okay, and then he goes talking about one of them that's really significant. He said, for example, many people believe the Statue of Liberty was in a total, a completely different location. What? Okay, where is the Statue of Liberty? Off Ellis Island in New York City. It is not on Ellis Island. Not on it, but it's off of it. It's on Liberty Island. So people claim, I I grew up thinking it was on Ellis Island. Oh, really? Yeah, so many people. It's nearby. Yeah, yeah. but it's on a different, but have you ever heard of Liberty Island? Wouldn't we no. remember that? <laughs> Why think? don't we remember that the Statue of Liberty is on Liberty Island? I remember
3: learning that. I don't remember like them calling it Liberty Island, though, but I remember them saying the Statue of Liberty, like they saw it. It was the first thing you saw when you enter New York City on a boat.
0: Right, on Ellis Island.
3: <laughs> well, Ellis Island was where you go to get your paperwork right. to become a citizen.
0: right. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, I always believed it was on Ellis Island. Well, you're that's that's me on you. and a lot of other people. <laughs> that's on your history. That and is not. Okay, so let me continue. Okay. Um, so now he's finding, like, showing different evidence to support this. He said there's a painting, and he he links this painting, clearly depicting the statue at Ellis Island with no other islands nearby. So somebody done this painting of Ellis Island Statue of Liberty. Was the artist just not paying attention? Also, if you go on Google Maps, Street View, there are a few specific areas of Liberty Island where the Statue of Liberty is just gone. (gasps) What? Yeah, it's just not there. Oh my gosh,
1: that's weird. So is that
0: a residue from a previous timeline? Hmm. So apparently right before the U.S. entered into World War I, the Germans committed the first act of terrorism on U.S. soil. Are you familiar with this? I am not. No, because it did not happen in this new universe that we're living in. It was considered one of the largest artificial non-nuclear explosions to have ever occurred. Why did we not ever learn about this in school? Anyway, this explosion is the reason the Statue of Liberty's torch is closed to the public. It has been closed for over 100 years. But there's um, one problem. Many people remember going to the torch. Right. Um, It hasn't been open for 100 years. Oh.
1: 100 years. Because I was thinking, I went to
0: the torch, but I
1: think I might be thinking of the crown.
0: Yeah, well... Ooh. Anyway, so it, then what, he. What does the torch have to do with the explosion? So that's what caused it to close down, and that event happened before World War One. Okay. Okay. So this was this has been pre World War One is when the torch was closed down. Okay. Yet people after that say that it has that they've been there. Mm. So then he goes and searches online, and he said there are pictures. These are pictures I found taken from the torch, and he adds these pictures. But if you look up the users' profile pictures, they all look weird. Like, old-fashioned. Could they be time travelers? Ooh. I don't know. Then he goes on. There is also this weird Twitter account that's at Statue Ellis FDN, um, which makes no mention of Liberty Island at all and sports a creepy banner photo of people walking upstairs that lead to... The torch. Nothing. Oh. So it's like where the statue, like, where people believed it was, it's not there. It's just... Anyway, very weird. Um, Last but not least, there's a collection of Facebook photos where people have tagged their location at Statue of Liberty at Ellis Island. However, the people are posing in front of and staring at nothing. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So. Is it because Ellis, well, if they were at Ellis Island, there wouldn't be a Statue of Liberty. But why is it tagged Statue of Liberty at the Statue of Liberty? Right. At Ellis Island. Right. Okay. Um, but up, but so a while back there was a viral thread on 4chan posted by someone who claimed to be one of the 23 scientists at CERN who was responsible for creating the Mandela effect. So there are scientists that work for CERN that claim that whatever they've done, things that have caused this glitch in the universe or whatever. Hmm. They claimed the planet was destroyed um, and we were just placed in a simulated world. This person described reality as being like Russian nesting dolls. Where there are worlds nesting within worlds, um, and simulations within simulations, so that idea is so weird. And these are
1: like scientists, because if something all of a sudden happened to the world, but we're all we're not all gonna theoretically, if we didn't all die in this thing, but we just couldn't live here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there some part of my brain can go, okay, we could all zap into some other
0: right because we're all energy. Right. And where's that energy? Right. You can't destroy. Energy's not created or destroyed, right? Right. So
3: have you seen the, like, Avengers series? Like, all the Thanos ones and stuff? No. No. There's, like, a, so the whole, like, Marvel universe now basically is uh, Thanos. Like, he had the superpower where if he snaps his finger with all these, like, crystals on his wrist, then uh, half of the population of the world just disappears oh. um, completely. So what happened was is he did that half the population went away and then like later on a couple movies later whatever they ended up figuring out how to like reverse it to just like basically jump back to where they were before but what happened was is when everyone came back they were all five years older except for the people that never got snapped away originally they were five years older so for the people that disappeared it was like nothing happened like they didn't even notice they had to explain it to them that they weren't missing for five years because they just disappeared out of thin air and then everyone else was five years older but technically like so for one group of people, five years has passed. For the other group, like a it's second has passed.
1: Second. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah, I mean, so it's
3: kind of that same like yeah. logic, I guess. Because
0: really, if we're all if you believe that we're all like that we have a soul or an energy or a spirit or whatever, yeah. where does that go? Right.
3: Well, if you believe in matter, matter is not created nor destroyed. That's what I'm saying.
0: It's yeah. Okay. Ooh. Now there's more. Okay. I'm almost done. I know this is long. Um and then it talks about how, like, the Mayans predicted that the world would end right. in 2012. But it says, besides them, there were other people who predicted the world would end in 2012. One of these people was Terrence McKenna, who predicted there would be some reality rearranging event. He talked about how time is looped like a spiral, like what you'd see on a VHS tape. It loops and loops until it eventually runs out, which also explains why we feel like time moves faster the older we get. Right? Because right. that is it's getting... because it's shorter... Yeah. Yeah. So time is moving faster. Preston Nichols, who this guy is a whistleblower, who wrote a book detailing time travel experiments at Montauk Air Force Base. So government time <gasps> traveling experiments. Oh. He claimed that they were never able to travel past 2012 because they could find no future beyond it. Oh. He claimed there was an abrupt wall that prevented time travel. And he says, what a weird thing to say in an interview in 2014, which would have been past the end of time. So, like, this guy's interviewing past the end of time, but he's like, we don't know why, but we were never able to go any farther past 2012. But that's saying, that's claiming that they were actually able to time travel. Yes. This is your not- government, Brooke. <laughs> this is the same government that has the Hangar One alien files. True. You are trust way too trusting. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm really too skeptical. Okay. And then the very last part he says, there are also other theories out there that suggest that we have reached the end of history. Okay. Which is weird. He says the end of history is a philosophical idea where events still happen, but humanity has reached the end of cultural evolution and, and is a stagnation of human progress. Oh, so like, like we're all, done. Like we've found and solved and dis- like everything in history is found. And so now we just kind of... We just loop. Loop. We just loop through Oh,
1: now that's an interesting idea because it's like how much more, you always think they can't do any more technology or any more like, what's the word I'm
0: looking for? Like any more like- Innovation. Innovation, yeah.
1: I wanted to say renovation, but I'm or like, <laughs> I,
0: I can renovate my bathroom. Like yeah. Multiple times. Get a times, new, yeah. I promise. Yeah, get rid of those
1: But
3: syringes.
1: then something new always comes, but it's like, what if, what if we're done? What if we
3: are? But we're kind of done with human progress a little bit. We're kind of moving on to like digital innovation now, really. Like with the even like cryptocurrency and like how video games are getting all crazy and VR and stuff. Like maybe that's the next evolution of human experience is moving Cause maybe we're all gonna have to stuff. live
1: in that, like
3: yeah, like it's kind of like uh, another movie, like Ready Player One, like yeah. yeah, like the whole world's like still alive and like kind of going on, I guess. But like the real world's kind of a video game at that point. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's like because but- the real world stopped, so we have to go onto like a digital world, nice. basically. Like, like we just games,
0: shift to where so. we just lay in bed with a VR set on, and just everything in our every experience we have now is a virtual experience. Maybe maybe we're already there. Maybe we are, and we're all laying in bed right now.
3: You're going to die, and you're going to wake <laughs> up in bed taking off goggles. And you're going to be like, whoa.
0: Oh. What if I've what if this I what if right now I'm dreaming of my I having eye surgery and I don't even know and it's all virtual it's happening. all all of this is so weird.
3: Like I feel like if like it was virtual vu.
1: I wouldn't have gained 20 pounds in the last 2 years. Let's just <laughs> let's just get that on the
0: table. <laughs> maybe maybe your feeding tube In my is simulation overloaded in I'm your simulation. way skinnier than this <laughs> and my wrinkles It's because you work out in your virtual world and not in reality. Damn it. <laughs> My virtual butt better look awesome. (laughs) Your virtual butt is fantastic. Thanks. But isn't that kind of a weird idea that, um, I mean, if like, like that the world could end and we could just not I know. that. I know. I just can't even think about that kind of stuff. If you think about, I mean, where were we before we existed? Right. Right. Before we were born. Like if energy, again, going back to that, like if you believe in, like it had to be created. But I mean, if, and physically we were created at birth, but what about our souls and spirits? And we don't remember anything prior to this world. What if this? What if we've lived a million of worlds? No, that's what I don't like. And I don't want to forget this world, this life. I know I'm going to be pissed if I, I have, have to I like, like start over because I have no. come a long way. No. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: have evolved <laughs> real nicely. Yeah. Oh, I want oh. my money back. Well, this one says I have this uh, submission that, Says, so this happened a minute ago or maybe last year. I'm not sure. Anyways, me, my mom, and my sister were all flying on a plane to Florida. My mom and sister were sitting next to me, and I'm looking out the window at the pilot or whoever says stuff on the intercom is saying something, and he just stops talking, as if he had been instantly cut off. Mind you, I was still looking out the window, and as soon as this happens, I'm blinded with white. Outside the window is just white. I thought we were in a cloud, no biggie, but then I look over and there is no one. My mom isn't there, my sister is gone. As a matter of fact, no one is here, I can't see a single person. I look around and see absolutely no one, no phones or luggage, nothing, and in the blink of an eye, I find myself looking out the window and at the airport as we're landing and looking around and I see people, including my family. I look over to my mom and ask what happened, where was she, where was everyone? She just looks at me baffled and confused, just as confused as I am. She just brushes it off as a dream, but I know what I saw. I know what happened. What?
0: That is weird. I know. <laughs> See, there's weird. there are weird glitches all the time. I
1: know. So weird. Um, okay, before we run out of time, we've got some time left, but I want to play my brothers that we didn't oh, get that's right. a, t- okay, a chance yes. to go to. It's kind of switching gears, but it's like real life weirdness. Okay. Oh, that's a noise we don't want on our podcast. Okay. (laughs) Hitting play. I don't think I've ever told this
2: story in under 20 minutes, so I'll do my best to be brief, but to give some background, it was the summer of 1999 and my two best friends and I were all living at home It was the summer between our freshman and sophomore year of college, but we were 21, 22 years old at the time. Basically, we just kind of wanted to have a fun summer where we were adults but had no responsibilities. So we all had a few little odd jobs here and there, but nothing big. We spent the bulk of our summer wakeboarding and we probably went 3 or 4 times a week it's just what we did all summer it was a we just call it the summer cuz it's it was the best summer we had access to two boats and a jet ski and this particular day we were on a jet ski in the snake river and it was a really powerful jet ski because one of us would drive one of us would flag hold up the orange flag when they would fall and then it would pull the wakeboarder so Brandon is driving. I'm sitting on the back, flagging, and we're pulling Travis. We were driving up the river and approached the area where we would normally turn around. And probably 40 or 50 yards away, I saw something that looked like a couple of garbage bags floating. And I tapped Brandon on the shoulder and just completely kidding around, I said, Hey, check it out. It's a dead body. We both snickered and kept going and did the big loop around and as we were doing the turn uh, it looked a little bit more suspicious so Brandon drove toward it and pulled up next to it now I saw what at first looked like a piece of driftwood but then I noticed the driftwood was wearing a watch (gasps) and as uh, we got a little bit closer, saw what looked like a shirt and jeans. And when you see a dead body, your mind immediately goes into denial. My first thought was it was like a CPR dummy. Somebody was practicing CPR, accidentally fell in, and now it's floating upstream. But then started thinking, well, CPR dummies don't wear a t-shirt and shoes and jeans and everything. And wear a Anyway, we pull up next to it, clearly a dead body. Uh, but fun fact, human heads apparently don't float. We couldn't see the face or the head or anything, uh, just the body. We pull up next to it. Brendan and I can see it. Travis is 20, 30 feet away at, at the en- other side of the end of the rope. And oh, he's in the water. We were stunned. <gasps> yeah. We couldn't say anything. We, we could not speak, and we were just staring at it. We hear Travis in the back. Guys. <laughs> guys. Hey. Guys, what is it? <laughs> and still, Brendan and I, we just literally couldn't talk. And we hear again, Travis, guys, you guys. Guys, what is it? Brendan and I, at the same time, Looked at each other and looked at Travis, and we just both yelled, Dead. Oh,
0: what happened? And that's the mystery. Oh my gosh. Hold on. I don't know why it stopped.
2: Body. And so Travis gets this look of confusion on his face. Now, it looked like confusion, but I think with the benefit of 20 years of hindsight, I'm pretty sure he went through like all five stages of grief like simultaneously uh but he just kind of got this denial look and then like this confused look and then apparently acceptance hit because he just goes what the go go so just like out of a horror movie Brendan starts to try to turn on the jet ski and it won't start. He's like, you guys, this isn't funny. This isn't funny because he's floating toward it. He's in the water (laughs) and uh, he's slowly getting closer and closer to her. We're actually kind of trying not to laugh at the fact that it won't start and Travis is floating toward it. But uh, anyway, we did get it started, Um, headed back toward the docks and called the police Uh, Well, then Travis and I decided to do the police a favor and basically go babysit because we figured uh, the body could get lost and uh, that wouldn't be good. And so if we could find it, we could at least help the police find it. So we drive back to it, and then the police went to the wrong docks. They went to the completely wrong part of the river. So it took them about a half an hour to get there. Meanwhile, Travis and I are just floating along with the body to keep an eye on it, trying to keep our spirits up. But uh, it was a crazy day, and uh, Travis's parents were out of town, That night, and even though we were grown 21, 22 year old men, we were freaked out. And he actually spent the night at my house that night because you know, you hear about hikers finding body in the woods or somebody stumbling upon a body, it's creepy, it's straight up creepy. You don't realize how creepy it is.
1: I can, um, yeah, I can imagine how creepy it is. Ew, and floating in the river. Okay, the the funniest thing is that he bleeped his own F word out. Of he recorded it. He just thinks bleeps are funny. Oh, He's I like, there's it. nothing funnier than a bleep. So he...
0: That, that is
1: cracked so me. Funny. Something also you have to realize is so... Travis was my next door neighbor from birth. Grew up with him. So these were like all my best friends. Yeah, it wasn't me if anyone was confused <laughs> no, out there. Travis. I was
3: one years old, I think, in that <laughs> summer of 99.
1: Wow. Oh, oh you're such a little bit. That's, yeah. yeah, That's weird. No, Travis was my best friend growing up. So, and then... um. Brendan was like our other best friend. But Travis or Greg and Brendan were notorious for like messing with Travis. Like they did stuff to get under his skin and to mess with him all the time. So the fact that he was in the water, (laughs) the one floating toward this dead body was like just fitting.
0: That is funny. I
1: know. And then that next winter, I moved to Provo. Greg and I lived in like the same apartment building and we were driving past Like a power plant. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I go, Greg, I know it's not, but you need to back up because I swear I just saw a body hanging from that pole. (gasps) And he backs up and there is something hanging and we go close and it literally was a mannequin. They say it's never a mannequin, but but it was was. a mannequin.
0: And he's like, this is just too, like PTSD. (laughs) This is too much. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, that is. Isn't that creepy? Nobody should ever find a body. I know.
1: But thank goodness they
0: did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, ooh. Yeah. Okay, I know we don't have a lot of time, um, but I wanted to finish up. If Do you have something you want to finish up with? Before? I have one thing I want to finish okay. up with, so you go first. Okay, well, I just, mine was just, um, you go first. Okay. Well, I've got, I have so many things,
1: and I'm trying to decide. Let me read one more, like, kind of glitch in the matrix type thing. Okay. And then I want to talk about dimes. Oh, okay. 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 So this says, this all started a few weeks ago when my husband decided to go into his parents' attic in the garage to see if any of his old Pokemon cards are worth any money. His mom had kept literally every toy he's ever had, so there are dozens of boxes of his things that we've been going through. We found a box that clearly hasn't been opened in a long time. It was taped up and had plastic grocery bags laid on the top from a store that hasn't been in our town since the 90s, and it's full of his family's old VHS home videos. His parents documented so much of his childhood, so every night we've watched a home video after supper with his parents, and it's been really fun. The videos are from the late 80s, early 90s. A few nights ago, my husband put a new tape in the VHS player, and the first thing we see is my cousin's 16th birthday party from 1994, and I am in the video. His parents have no idea how they have this tape, and the weirder thing is we have no idea who filmed this tape. I've asked all my aunts and uncles, and no one knows what I'm talking about. The video also has me hunting for Easter eggs at my aunt's house, also in 1994. So it's home videos of her.
0: At her husband's, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. My
1: parents never owned a video camera, so it's not their tape. It doesn't make any sense how my in-laws have this tape. We've been trying to come up with logical explanations for it, but we can't. My in-laws say the box of tapes hasn't been opened since they put it in the attic when the garage was built in 2002, which is before I even met my husband. And I would have only been 11 years old when they built the garage, so it's been up there this entire time. So it's not like I somehow brought this tape over and forgot about it.
0: What? That is nuts, because there is no explaining that.
1: No, I know. How weirded out would you be if you're watching your husband's old home videos and there's your face?
0: And what if you find out that your husband's parents are stalkers and have been stalking you? And
1: they arranged this whole marriage. And yeah,
0: that's are, creepy. That Ooh, that weird? Would, that would be very creepy. I know. Ooh, Okay. Okay, you want to talk about dimes? I, th- I'm i just going to end off with some funny little Halloween costumes. Okay. Do you
1: want me to talk about dimes or do you want me to talk about a
0: person who probably eluded death? I don't care. Okay. Travis is like, I just want you both to shut the <laughs> hell up. <laughs> <laughs> huh, Travis? Never. never
1: never
3: We are running out of slow on time though but
0: yeah so see see
1: okay dimes are a thing so years and years ago, I think it was when Heather lived in Washington so over five years ago she was like, I keep finding dimes in really random places like all over my house or like in a place where you've just been and then you come back and there's a dime sitting there. Mm-hmm. So she tells me this and I'm like, that is so weird. And she would like text me pictures. Well, after she told me this, I kind of looked it up or we were talking to somebody in the spiritual realm. And they said that finding dimes is a sign that someone on the other side is communicating with you. Mm -hmm. So and so I kind of put in dimes in Reddit and there are so many stories and people don't know what it is. So they're asking like, hey, I keep finding dimes all over the place. Um, You know, we don't have cash in the house. We don't usually use coins. And suddenly there's dimes everywhere. And one person said they were in his her late grandfather's apartment. So it might be him. And then someone was saying that um, there's just all these dime stories and then someone said the word dimension starts with the word dime. Oh. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But someone said I had a dime thrown at me out of thin air. I had asked for the experience and got it. Oh, um, A lot of times it's heads up dimes. Mm-hmm. And people are saying that it's just kind of someone like communicating with you, letting you know that they're there. And anyway, after I found that out, I started finding dimes everywhere. Oh, yeah. And I, no, 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 it's kind of cool because it's like once you know about it, you can, you'll start noticing it. And I don't know if it's just me and Heather, but they kind of like were going, she was finding them at a time that she was like kind of going through a lot of things and was kind of worried. And it's just kind of a sign that like everything was going to be okay.
0: Oh, I like it. Now we'll, we'll do an update next week of how many dimes we find between now and then. Honestly. Okay. Um, last thing really fast. I'm, we have to go, so I just want to end with some horrible um, kids' costumes that are legitimate kids' <laughs> costumes okay. that are in stores in kids' sizes that oh, no. are terrible. Okay, love it. First one is Quarantine Zombie. Okay. This is a costume of that's literally the COVID quarantine that's like bloody, um, like gas mask, yeah. Wow. Um, the second one is Baby Marijuana costume, <laughs> and it is literally a baby... And we'll have to post a marijuana leaf with a baby in it. Wow. Um, Hold on. Hold on. The third one is. um, Hold on. I'm. Out
3: of Honestly, a baby costume of like a joint with like a baby in it would Look. be kind of funny if like the hip parents were like hippies and then their baby was like a big joint.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's a good one. The next one is a child gangster boy costume, Ew. fully equipped with a gun. Um, See <gasps> a blood or a crypt, and he's like given the rate of school shootings, consider this terrible um, for real. A baby cigarette. Stop it! are <laughs> am <laughs> kidding. Um, a teen diva prisoner girl, <laughs> and she literally looks like a hooker.
3: <laughs> I like how they call it diva, but diva. we all know what it means.
0: uh uh-huh. okay. um, A sexy cop costume. Oh. These are little girls. Oh, why would you put your little girl in that? A homeless costume. <laughs> oh, I was a homeless person as a... Kate, well, Kid. you can't be anymore because it's offensive. It's cultural appropriation now, just like the guy that was dressed up as an Arab at the trunk retreat last <laughs> and week. And we felt like that was wrong. Bad choice. Um, evacuee costume, or in other words, it is Anne Frank.
3: <laughs> uh.
0: Too soon. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> always going to be. too it's soon It's always for there Anne Frank. are some things that are always going to be too soon. Oh my god. And gosh. these costumes are some of them.
3: Where'd you find these?
0: This is on. This was an article from um, Today. Oh my gosh! It was, I think, in Parents Magazine. Are there
1: links to where we can buy them?
0: Well, it's, it says that every single one of them is in um, Spirit. No. Oh, uh, I don't Spirit know. Halloween place. And they are. We reached out to sellers for comment, but received none. They are all available <laughs> at retailers in kid sizes. Oh so. my gosh! <laughs> so there you go.
1: I can't wait to have grandkids so I can dress them up like a big. Pot pipe. Pipe, cigarettes <laughs> gangster. The pipe yeah, there was orbs.
3: a. Bit, the only thing we were missing was like an alcohol related one. I think yeah. it covered every other like dark like twisted fantasy of children. Stepdad. Yeah. Meth
1: addict that just bullets are bouncing <laughs> abusive <off>. parents. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Neglectful CPS. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> <She okayed>. All <laughs> right. And with so that, funny.
0: happy Halloween. Happy everyone. Halloween, everybody. And we will be back next time. Send us your stories. Yes, too. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: (laughs) Do you have a situation you want us to share on our show? Send it in to truthfairiespod at gmail.com.
0: Or slide into our DMs on Instagram at truthfairiespod.
1: Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, speak.fm, or wherever you listen.
0: We hope the truth hurt just a little, but not too much. Goodbye. Goodbye.